even if I don't want to, just still make a post, send emails, just don't quit because quitting is not going to do anything. Hey everyone, this is Nazara Keel from Max Pro. Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Paul. And we're Love and Pebbles. Hi, this is Lopa Vandermersch from Rasa. Oh, you're listening. And you're listening. And you are listening to the Ecom Show. Welcome to the Ecom Show, presented by Blue Tusker, the number one place to hear the inside scoop from other e-commerce experts, where they share their secrets on how they scaled their business and are now living the dream. Now, here is your host, Andrew Math. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Show. I'm your host, Andrew Math, and today I am joined by the amazing Destiny Paget of Lit Handlers. Destiny, how the are you doing <laughs> i'm <f-ing> good <laughs> yes destiny started off meeting us wondering if we were allowed to curse on the show and i said yeah why not there's no rules here you don't want to listen to it don't listen good that's like the way that. this show's gonna go though so keep it in mind through the whole thing anyway destiny very excited to have you on the show. I know this one's going to be a fun one. Plus, I know a lot about you. I am very excited to dig into everything. So let's kind of get into it. Um, why don't I give you an opportunity and take the moment to kind of tell everyone where you started, how you got into getting into lit handlers, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, well, I got started. It's actually kind of a long story. Like it's just one business evolved into another biz- business. I evolved into another business. But basically, I was going to hair school when I was 20, met a guy, got pregnant, got engaged, called the wedding off because I didn't want to feel like I was getting married because I was pregnant. Um, We went through some things. He ended up committing suicide. And right after the funeral, my parents moved me back into their house in Texas. And they from there, they sent me to an eyelash and a permanent cosmetics course. And I was tattooing people's faces on. And um, while I was doing that, I also was doing like a little small boutique that I would go to little flea markets and sell kid clothes, which led to getting a silhouette. And then I was doing vinyl on like koozies and on shirts. And then it just evolved into patterns. <laughs> and then I was denied a trademark. And I was like, all right, what do I got to do to rebrand and like establish myself? And that's when I added the handle and changed the name. And here we are. <laughs> That Just- is a crazy story. So <laughs> you you went through so many different things, but hey, you found out what's working. Obviously, you're here now, so that's that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. You were also uh, on uh, Shark Tank. Obviously, how did how that whole thing go? Did you like it? Some pe- I've had several people who are on Shark Tank, and it's always like some loved it, some hated it. Everyone's experience was different. What was yours like? Uh, I mean, I had a good experience, but only because they were nice to me. Um, I'm pretty sure they, so before the show, they ask you, they're like, what are you going to do if they're mean to you, if you don't get a deal? And I'm like, um, I'll probably cry. And if they're mean to me, I'll probably be mean back. I'll drop some F. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they gave him a piece of paper that was like, be very nice to her. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's a great way to get him to be nice to you. You got yeah. a deal. So that worked out. Everything went well. That's great. That's awesome. So yeah. how have things been going since the show? Um, pretty good. We are in all of the academies nationwide. Uh, it's like 259 stores. It's, it's pretty 
pretty crazy. Like, and then we've done lots of custom ones. We've done custom ones for White Claw three times. We've done from some for Trader nice. Joe's. Um, it's cool. Like, just a lot of opportunities that I didn't know could happen have happened. Yeah. yeah. So, the product line in itself. Yeah, I saw you. You're, you started to expand the product line outside of what's essentially like a koozie with a handle on it. Correct. Like, there's that's kind of the easiest like layman's terms to explain it. But you've expanded the product line into some other stuff now. Correct. What have you gotten into? So. Well, first we like did other sizes. We have them for like large coffees, all the sizes. But we also do backpacks. We do neoprene fanny packs. Um, just want to be a neoprene queen <laughs> on things neoprene. We have sunglass cases come in that are made out of neoprene. Um, cool. It's just an awesome material. Very vibrant, nice. very fun. Yeah. Did you ever think that you would get this far? No. When you started? Oh my gosh, no. I'm a beauty school dropout. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how this is happening still. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty cool. So you've, uh, I believe you've already cleared seven figures annually already, correct? Yes. Let's yep. see, like, that's nuts. How long have you had the, how long, when did the company get started? I mean, it just depends on when <laughs> you consider it. Well, that's, that's a good question. So, yeah. like, when, with what it is today, when did Lit Handlers get started? So, Lit Handlers officially became Lit Handlers in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. And, yeah. So, just- obviously, you know, Shark Tank helps and all that fun stuff. But what what do you think is like the leading cause of what's allowed you to be, you know, so successful in getting to this point so far? Uh, definitely consistency. Um, just even if I don't want to just still make a post, send emails, just don't quit because quitting is not going to do anything. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, just consistency, I would get, I would say. Yeah. What has, what's your marketing strategy been? Cause like, so one of the things I'm curious, I'm curious about, like, this is not an easy thing to start, right? Like this is a brand that you see a lot of people do similar types of products on something like Etsy or something along those lines, but very rarely do they ever get to the point like where you're at, where you're, you know, did Shark Tank, you have your own site, you've cleared seven figures, like that's not easy. So what have you done to kind of differentiate you from all of the other, whether you call them competitors or similar types of products that solve the same problem? Like how have you been able to differentiate from that? Um, I think I've been able to differentiate a little bit with my patterns. Like nobody really has cool patterns like we do. They're all just kind of China patterns. Um, and then also like marketing, marketing is hard. It was very hard to learn, but I actually got onto Shark Tank because I, I actually thought that one of my TikTok videos that went viral, that they saw that because they reached out to me. Um, oh. Yeah, I was like, hey, did you see my TikTok or something? Like, how did you find me? And they're like, no, we actually saw your Instagram ad. And I was actually targeting Shark Tank and employees of Shark Tank and the Sony Productions in my ads. I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Genius. Nice. (laughs) That was smart. Yeah. What? Uh. So, is most of your marketing been from a paid advertising side? No, I actually hardly ever advertise. I do it sometimes. Like, I'll maybe run like two hundred dollars in ads a month, and that's between Facebook and Instagram together. 
Um, I just do a lot of reels. I do a lot of TikToks just and post. So you're going to, you've cleared seven figures just doing organic social for the most part with a little bit of paid advertising here and there. Yeah. That's insane. Have you thought about like reinvesting and starting to do paid advertising? I've thought about it a lot. And like tons of people always message us wanting to know like, hey, I see you're not running ads. Like, let us help you. And I'm like, eh. It's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's just kind of a hard market. Like, I can't advertise to anyone under 21. My stuff always gets flagged because it has alcohol in it. And it's just kind of hard to do that way because I'm always getting reported. Yeah. But have you yeah. tried like uh, influencer marketing, anything like that? Not really. We have lots of people who follow us and they have like maybe like a couple thousand followers. And if they make a lot of posts and tag us in it, like every like five or 10, I'll just secretly send them like a package and be like, thanks. And then they'd love that. And so then they just keep posting. And this is nuts. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with this conversation. Everything that you've done (laughs) is just like, yeah, I didn't need to do that. It's been fine without it. Yeah. Uh, That's amazing. Is everything... Yes. <laughs> is everything uh, is it all made here in the states? Are you outsourcing it overseas? Like, what's how are you making the product? So we make the patterns here. Me and my best friend slash manager. Uh, she's we. I taught her how to make seamless patterns, and she's been killing it since. Um, and then we just send our patterns over to China. Um, they make them, manufacture them. We're granted our patent over there. And uh, yeah, they just send them to us and we ship from our warehouse. And then we ship them. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It's you, you have this way of making everything sound so easy. (laughs) Like someone's going to listen to this and be like, I could do that. And then they're going to tank because this is not, it's not that easy. So you clearly have some kind of knack for it that you've been able to do this. And yet you're like, yeah. And then I just ship them. Like what's, what's the problem? (laughs) Like I just do the thing. Yeah, just do it and just shut up. <laughs> yeah. What um are you did have you been having like any supply chain issues or is, are you just like one of the lucky ones where like no we're fine? I mean it's pr- been pretty good. Like there was small delays a little bit, but then we just shipped to we switched to air freight and we ended mm-hmm. up having to like raise our prices a smidge because it cost a quarter more to air freight. But yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. uh what's the game plan for Q4? Are you guys doing any kind of like big campaign around it or are you just going to kind of ride it out and see what happens? Just ride it out. Um so we when we made this deal with Academy, they originally wanted handlers but they didn't want to sell them for the retail prices that we require mat pricing. And I didn't want to make any of my boutiques mad, so I was like, "Well, let's compromise. How about you get sleeves without the handles and you can sell them for the prices you want because they were just wanting them to sell them for like three and four dollars i'm like i can't do that um but then they were kind of like i just had a meeting with them the other day and they were like we need the handles like people need this this is your story and so starting q4 we're rolling out the handlers into academy and that's At your map pricing uh, well, I'm going to let them go a little bit below my map pricing because it's Academy. <laughs> yeah, And I did already well, yeah. catch a lot of backlash from my boutiques anyways. So they'll be all right. They'll be okay. Yeah, I know. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For uh, sure. That's awesome. Um, that's nuts. Like it's, it's just such an interesting, 
like all my standard questions um, I'm running low on because you're just like, no, I don't need to do that. I'm fine. I don't want to do that. Where, what's it? No, you're fine. It's totally fine. It makes it fun. What, uh, so where are you planning on taking the company? Like, you know, you, you've passed the seven figure mark, which is very tough for a lot of companies. And, you know, you've started to expand the product line. Like, where do you, what's the end goal? So the end goal, honestly, the end goal is I want to be the next BIC. Now, I don't know if people know this, but the lighter company, BIC, mm-hmm. also owns the trademark for the word koozie because that's who makes them. I want lighters. I want pattern lighters. I want pattern tumblers to go inside the handlers. I want pattern chapsticks to go inside the pocket. Like, that's where I'm going. (laughs) Interesting. So you, that's, that's big. So that's, uh, you want to start competing, like creating the things that your products are currently holding. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to stay okay. in my lane. <laughs> what uh what that's it's a great add-on. What um what's have you started that approach yet? Have you kind of started looking into what that's gonna take? Yes. The lighters is kind of hard because of all the shipping butane laws. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm still working on that. We have some samples of some tumblers coming. Um, I'm really excited for them. I hope that they turn out as cool as I'm expecting. But I don't have very high hopes because <laughs> nothing's ever as good the first time. Yeah. It takes a little bit of tweaking. Uh, yeah. You, and so uh, hopefully soon we'll have tumblers. That's going to be awesome. I love it. That's a great idea because it's a, it's a fantastic add-on. A lot of people, they think, you know, you got to expand the product line vertically and this is almost, wait, no, they expanded horizontally. This is almost vertically. I think, I don't know. You're expanding the product line differently. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, what, uh, so you, you made a deal with Damon on the show. How is working with him going? (laughs) So we haven't really done much working together. Um, Yeah, he was he was fully willing to close the deal at what we said on the show. Um, I think I have commitment issues. And so I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if I can answer to somebody like things just keep working out for me when I'm doing them myself yeah. and throwing someone else in the mix might mess it up. And so he's been really nice. Like he's been very helpful. Like any questions he'll answer. His team is super cool all super cool people and we're all cordial to each other. Um, but mm-hmm. no, we didn't go through with the deal. Oh, wow. Interesting. And you're, you're doing fine. So yeah, it is what it is. It is what, what it uh, is. Do you, does, do you see like an increase in sales every time there's some kind of like re-airing of the episode or anything like that? Just a little bit, just a smidge. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bump. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a man. You're you're challenged to interview. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's, I no, you're like, fine. It's fun. <laughs> it's just so it makes it so interesting how how like lackadaisical, which is going to be my SAT word of the day. Um, you you're just it, it's and it's true. I mean, some people you know you talk to them and they make it sound so complicated. Like, no, just ship it. You're fine. Yeah. What? Just uh, it out. <laughs> yeah. Just, just try it. You're good. So you yeah. bootstrapped the entire thing. You haven't taken on any investment. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. That is impressive. That is pretty Thanks. cool. Thank you. What um what what's your what's your motivation like your personal motivation to kind of keep growing so (laughs) my motivation was one losing my daughter's dad 
um, I kind of had to do something. I was going to be a mom. I had to take care of my kid. Um, and then a little bit later in life, wait, after that happened, my dad set, set me down and he was like, hey, listen, Destiny, like, I know this is hard. Um, this is very challenging, but you can either let it defy you or you can let it define you. Um, don't you choose, you choose what you wanted to do. And I was like, all right, this is not going to be who I am. I'm not going to be the girl whose baby daddy committed suicide. I'm going to be someone out there providing for my kid, taking care of her. And then when I got married, um, two years later, just a little over two years, I was finally like, all right, I think I'm ready to date. He said, wait two years before you make any major decisions. And I like at the two year mark, I was like, all right, I'm ready to step back out. Met a dude who I went to church with when I was growing up. We got married um, and he wanted me to be a stay at home mom. And I just couldn't do it. It's not me. I tried to homeschool her and no, no, we need to be paying our teachers more. <laughs> no. Um, yes, and point. then like further into the marriage, it's been 10 years now, but it came to this point where we were kind of fighting and he was the breadwinner. And I was like, I will never allow myself to be in a position again where I'm relying on someone else to take care of me. Whether divorce, death, something like something happens, he gets hurt. Like I need to be able to help and take care of our family too. Um, and that's my motivation is I don't ever want to have to rely on someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It's interesting. Do you think one day you will exit the company and have a big payout? Or do you think this will be something that maybe you hand down one day? My daughter says she wants to take over all the time, but she thinks that she can do it without having college experience, too. And I'm like, no, ma'am. <laughs> if you go to school, you can. But then I try to trick her, too. I'm like, how about you just go to school for law and then you can be my lawyer? But now, yeah. If, yeah, if the right number came along, no, I would definitely sell. For sure. We all would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so throughout this entire interview, you have been so lax and it's amazing and all of your answers are just like yeah just you just go and do that which is great and i so i gotta ask like what is what do you think is like your mindset as you're doing stuff that you're just fine with just like testing things here and then just continuing to do it and trucking along with it instead of doing like you think like the average e-commerce seller like i gotta do paid ads i gotta do influencer marketing i gotta do all this stuff for email and like there's this list of things that everyone says you should be doing and you've kind of ignored all of that and just said no i'm gonna do what works and i'm gonna you know disregard everyone's stuff that they say like what is what is it basically that is allowing you to just kind of keep at doing what you know is working i don't know just keep doing it sometimes like i wonder if maybe i could do better if i was actually doing those things but mm -hmm. then like i think i'm also a mom i'm also a wife i'm also a sister like I can't give my entire life to this. So I yeah. give it what I have and it works. If you mm -hmm. like put passion into it, even if it's like 70%, as long as you're doing it every single day, things will work out eventually. And yeah. that's my mindset. It's going to be all right. It'll be good. Makes sense. Just yeah. do it. You're like, great. That's your Nike slogan for the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Destiny. 
<laughs> really appreciated having on the show. This was great. This was a blast. Um, I would love to give you the opportunity to let everyone know where they can find out more about you. And then, of course, Lit Handlers. Um, on our social media, we are just at, at Lit Handlers on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, don't follow our TikTok unless you're okay with um, stoner talk because <laughs> we talk a lot <laughs> about that kind of stuff. Um, and just our website, lithandlers.com, Amazon, Etsy. Yeah, just Google. <laughs> Everywhere. Beautiful. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having That's me. It. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. Everyone who tuned in, of course, thank you as well. Per usual, please rate, review, subscribe, whatever, on whatever podcast platform you want or YouTube or head over to ecomshow.com. But as usual, thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you all next time. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to the Ecom Show. Head over to ecomshow.com to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or on the Blue Tusker YouTube channel. The Ecom Show is brought to you by Blue Tusker, a full-service digital marketing company specifically for e-commerce sellers looking to accelerate their growth. Go to bluetusker.com now for more information. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing episode of The Ecom Show.